Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. My Marxist Philosophy Class, a blog post written and narrated by Robert Fairhead from the Tall and True Writer's Website. In February 1998, I started an eight-week evening college course, Introduction to Philosophy. I was in my mid-thirties, and while I was aware of philosophers, I hadn't read their works and knew nothing about critical thinking. Our text was Sophie's World by Jostine Garda, and our tutor was a Marxist. Published in 1995, Sophie's World is the best-selling novel about the history of philosophy. It opens with Sophie, a 14-year-old schoolgirl, finding two pieces of paper in a mailbox with two questions. One, who are you? And two, where does the world come from? The novel takes Sophie and the reader on a tour of Western philosophy, from the pre-Socratics to 20th century philosophers, as she seeks answers to these existential questions. Each week, our tutor set chapters from the novel as homework, and in the following class, he facilitated discussions and debates over what we'd read. It proved a steep learning curve, as I observed in a diary entry dated 17th February. Just managed to hold on to the thread of this evening's class by a thin strand. Others fared less well, admitting afterwards to complete confusion. But I liked reading Sophie's World and the weekly stimulation of the philosophy classes, even if I often went home with a thrumming headache. In late March, the tutor skipped over the section he told us to read during the week to a chapter on Marx, and suddenly the class felt different. There was no interactive discussion. It was old-fashioned chalk and talk, and the tutor was so passionate about Marx and Marxism that a fellow class member later described the lesson as a rant. I wasn't surprised to find empty seats in the philosophy class the following week, and I regretted not staying home too, when the tutor started the lesson where he'd left off on the topic of Marxism and workers' consciousness. Thankfully, after a short rant, he returned to the chronology of Sophie's world, and we moved on to Freud, which seemed fitting. When the course finished in early April, I joined a handful of stalwarts, who, like me, had attended all the classes, for a farewell dinner with the tutor. My diary entry for 14th April records we didn't talk about philosophy, but we did discuss a letter of complaint, sent to the evening college after the Marxist rant lesson. I wish to make an official and strong complaint about the course Introduction to Philosophy and the class tutor. This course is being used for political purposes. In March, the tutor deviated from the course structure to devote an entire lesson on Marx. He then admitted he is a Marxist and therefore teaches philosophy from a Marxist perspective. In my opinion, he is using this course as a vehicle to promote his own political ideology. This is only a short extract from a three-page letter documenting dates, perceived deviations, and the heated after-class debate between the class member, who stopped attending lessons after the Marx night, and the tutor. We all remembered the complainant class member. He'd been an intense guy, prone to pushing his point of view, and had veered outside the course structure himself on several occasions. Not to be outdone, the tutor responded with a five-page letter, which he also shared with us. It was an exhaustive point-by-point rebuttal of the complainant's assertions and a detailed defence of the course, its methods and objectives. The tutor concluded, 
I maintain my right to discuss critically the views of any philosopher. My perspective and the perspectives of various philosophers discussed throughout the course were publicly declared. Some of the stated aims of the course are to develop abilities to see others' points of view, explore other possibilities, engage in self-correction, maintain relevance and make considered judgments. From his letter and behaviour during the sessions, it appears the complainant has not gained any of these abilities. My fellow Stallwaltz and I felt the complaint was over the top. Yes, the marks lesson wasn't our favourite class, but as I commented in my diary that night, the disgruntled class member had accused the tutor of being a card-carrying communist intent on converting us to Marxism. In the end, I offered to write a letter of support for the tutor and course. I couldn't match the passion or eloquence of either party in the dispute, so mine was only a one-pager. First, however, I felt I had to address the Marx evening. I too had concerns over the Marx lesson, and I discussed these with another class member. We both agreed the content wasn't the problem, but how it was presented. Previous classes were interactive, encouraging discussion, while this class was more a traditional chalk-and-talk sit-and-listen-to-the-teacher session. But I closed my letter with a compliment. The philosophy course proved difficult, stimulating and informative. I would recommend it to anyone wanting a learning environment in which philosophical and personal viewpoints are explored and challenged. I don't know how the Evening College mediated the complaint, but the tutor and I shared two further items of correspondence, faxes, more common than emails in 1998. He acknowledged my letters, critique of the epistemological chalk and talk fest during the Marx lesson, and asked if I had any thoughts on an alternative method for teaching Marxism. I replied, do what you did in the first lessons, get the class to discuss the issues and let the conclusions surface on their own accord. And perhaps it would be a good idea to separate Marx's theory on the development of knowledge from Marxism and communism, especially as we've come to know them from the despotic excesses of the 20th century. That was my first and last philosophy course, but I maintained an interest in the subject, read more widely on it, and nowadays subscribe to philosophy podcasts. And I finished and enjoyed Sophie's World. As for the questions posed to her, who are you and where does the world come from? Sophie and I worked through the book together and learned the answers. Admittedly, they weren't what either of us expected, but neither was my Marxist philosophy class. Hi, I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's Website. I shared the blog post, My Marxist Philosophy Class, on Tall and True after finding the fax communication between the course tutor and myself in a box of papers in September 2019. I enjoyed drawing on extracts from our faxes and my 1998 diary entries to craft the post, and I loved reacquainting myself with the story of Sophie's World by Justine Garda. What struck me most when writing the blog post was that although it was over 20 years since my Marxist philosophy class, the memories and emotions of that night were still vivid, and I guess this partly explains the passions of the class member who complained about the course and the tutor who defended it, and why Marx and Marxism still provoke passionate debate. I hope you enjoyed this philosophical episode. You can read this and all my blog posts, short stories and other writing at tallandtrue.com. You can also buy my short story collections from the Amazon Kindle and Kobo online bookstores. Links are available in the show notes. Season 3 of Tall and True Short Reads begins in September. In the meantime, check your feed or the podcast website, tallandtrueshortreads.com, 
for all 58 episodes from seasons 1 and 2. And follow or subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it via your favourite app. Doing so helps me share my writing with other listeners. You can support this podcast financially by making a small one-off or regular donation via the ACAR supporter page. You'll find a link in the show notes. And finally, please tell your family and friends about Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writers website. <laughs>